0: Future
1: of radio. The future
0: of radio. radio. future of radio.
1: The future
0: of radio. The future. Yeah. The future. Of radio is here. on employmentradio.com.
1: You have been clearly going down I've this path targeted. for a while. I've
0: been targeted. Like they are starting <laughs> to figure
1: you out because the way they. So I want to know, like, can you tell me just the name of it one more time?
0: Yes, I saw this first thing this morning because I was getting ready to place holds because I'm about halfway through my latest Sue Grafton book, so I was getting ready to put a hold on one at my local library. And this just popped up. It's the it's like the set-in-stone, like, actual ad. It's called Alpha Star Big Sky Alien Mail Order Brides. <laughs> so that looks like the road I'm traveling (laughs) okay
1: I want to know all about this I want to know what led you to this point why you're being targeted for these there's so many questions that I have I thought Scottish time traveling romance novels were weird this gets even better hello everyone this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so uh, you all know to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link there at the top of the page to sign up for your free trial. You get two free audiobooks, and it uh, helps out Fun Employment Radio. We've talked about what books I'm reading. Uh, we don't even need to get into that right now. Sarah has been going down her Sue Grafton, like F is for fall, I don't fugitive know. fugitive. Thank
0: you. Everyone's, right now, I'm I'm reading I is for Innocent.
1: I is for Innocent. Okay, so your Sue Grafton novels. Mm-hmm. And last week, I talked about how I had just discovered <laughs> that there was a whole series of Scottish time traveler romance novels. Yes. Now these were not ones I was looking up. It was a conversation that happened. However, since we've brought it up. We have had multiple people write us and say, oh, yeah, no, that's a real thing, and uh, there's a lot of people that read it, and then there's actually a whole series that was created, like a television series. Oh, yeah. That's online. That's a that's apparently really good. I think it was on um, We had a couple of people write. Let's see. Andy in the Mighty Southeast wrote and said his wife reads these books. Uh, he said the series is pretty solid, and that um, that he's that he's read a bunch of these, or not? I, I don't know if he's read them, but he's just certainly watched the series. And then uh, I think it was Jennifer wrote us also. Yep,
0: I'm looking at Jennifer's right now. She wrote and she said she was initially excited when I started talking about Mary Higgins Clark, and then Sue Grafton because she listened and read to all those books in college, then shared them with um, with her mom and other people, and then she's like. Now Greg is mentioning Scottish time travel, and I stopped in my tracks. You must read these books. And they're looking in the paranormal romance section of owls, oh, which I did not know
1: was a thing. Paranormal romance. That's we are learning things here today, and we're going to explain some more here in a minute. I think I'm looking in our live chat for our fun employment radio supporters club. My jam just said Fifty Shades of Plaid is what my knit group calls it. Fifty That's Shades amazing. of Plaid. Also, that the fact that it's a knit group. Um, Okay, that's that's pretty great. So now that I'm aware of that, yes, this what you have just revealed to me. I, mean, I
0: am being I, I am being funneled into a particular category.
1: You are at that point where you have read enough of these random, you know, these.
0: But they um, aren't romance. Sue
1: Grafton ones. They're like
0: they're murder mysteries. Isn't there a hint
1: though. Isn't it just a stepping? It stone? depends. Like
0: every third it's book, there's like stone. a little hint of romance, but there's no continue. Like she's a single woman, just uh huh, and she's a uh, she's a private detective. Yeah, she's not looking for love. She's just looking for murderers. I
1: feel like though, it's a hop, skip, and a jump. Maybe God, just a skip. I mean,
0: it does. See, I mean, Jennifer is saying that she made the connection. Like she read the Sue Grafton books, and then she there shifted to the paranormal. What is it? Paranormal, paranormal romance? romance novels. <laughs> so I think that now my app is going like Sarah. Sarah, you might be ready for this.
1: So, tell me about this one. This being so recommended. So, I saw to you.
0: this this morning, and I was because it kept showing up on my main page every time I was looking. I'm like, "What the hell is this thing?" So, I keep getting pitched this book, and this is what it's called. It is just a male torso, a white dude. You can see, like, you know, the, from his nose down. You can't see his face. It's faceless. <laughs> it's just as... A faceless, muscly white dude. It's <laughs> a shirtless. Shirtless. Yes, shirtless. Shirtless, muscly white dude. So it's just
1: his chest on there. Just
0: his chest. It's kind of floating in the middle of this um, <laughs> purple, like, space background. And then it just is picturing him from, like, chin to belly button. Just naked, topless uh-huh. man. And it just says, Alpha Star. Then underneath that, Big Sky Alien made Mail Order Brides. <laughs> and then under that says, Intergalactic Dating Agency.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, so I just pulled Intergalactic it out. Dating agency. This is the first of five in the series.
0: Holy shit. I can't even tell Like, what a swing and a miss this was. Like, I will ne- – no judgment of you if this is your – if Alpha Star, Big Sky, Alien, Mail Order Brides is, <laughs> is your jam. <laughs> uh, so I I'm, I'm, I saw this and I was just so distracted by how tacky it was. I'm like, what is this? And it keeps popping up on all like the different pages as suggested reading. So I, I read the thing and this is – this is when I could clearly tell it was the book for me.
1: <clears throat>
0: it says He will be his he will be lord of his own solar system, but he can't claim the homeworld until he takes a bride. He needs the right mate to win his mating <laughs> rings. Oh no but choosing one female from among the neighboring systems while slighting the others could start an interstellar incident.
1: Oh, because they all want him.
0: Yes. I mean I can see from his chin to his yes. belly button he's just a specimen of a, of yes. a catch. Uh huh. And with his ex mercenary starship captain <laughs> history, he has finally had enough of war. Where in the universe can a runaway cyborg prince find a naive female willing to risk her life on the dangerous frontiers of space? Oh, man. And then it says, I think this is the tagline, they're looking for love in all the wrong galaxies, intergalactic dating agency, big sky alien mail order brides.
1: Sarah, you have to read this. (laughs) No way. Yes, you do. (laughs) For the show, you have to read this. Like I, I'm gonna guess if it's being recommended, there's something that you've been looking up where they're like, oh, you've dropped hints that this could be something you'd be interested in. Like, there's definitely, I mean, the algorithm's not wrong, Sarah. The algorithm knows you. I mean, they've certainly figured this out. There's a reason you're being targeted. Well, with this. they do give me
0: a sample in this that says, place, "Read sample."
1: Would you like me to read it? Yes, I would. Okay, I'm I'll take a look right at it. Now. Well, we'll take. Uh, I'll I'll try reading a little bit of it and we'll see if this is. what's going on Uh, Courtney says I'm so confused so this is a human in space I don't know it's a human or a cyborg or an alien he's a
0: cyborg looking for his mate
1: but so does he date aliens who he lord until he takes a
0: bride needs to win his mating rings I don't know what those are Neighboring Systems and His ex mercenary Starship When the Universe's Cyborg Prince To Find a Naive Female Willing to Risk Her Life For the Dangerous Frontiers of Space Chapter 1 Okay, let's take a look here So I'll give it a little bit of a reading Okay, I haven't, looked at, I haven't looked at this So I've just pulled this up on my phone
1: Alright Zoe Nazario flipped the sign of Mr. Evans' Odds and Ends Shop to Closed Stepping out into the main street She blinked in the fading light Through working at the antique slash thrift slash pawn shop, didn't usually keep her so late. (laughs) Yeah. The boss had dumped a dozen estate sale boxes on her right before the end of the day. This is pretty boring. It's really boring so far. But it wasn't like she had anything else to do. After losing herself in the dusty and musty treasures of a long, eventful life, one that apparently involved a ton of mildly risque commemorative shot glasses, the hush of the small town street was almost jarring. This is terrible writing. The sun had already fallen behind the low mountains, taking the warm afternoon temperatures with it.
0: It's like she gets like a dollar an adjective or something.
1: Seriously. But the street lamps hadn't clicked on yet. To her gritty eyes, the creeping shadows oh, no. seemed to hold more ghosts than the old boxes. Weariness oozed up like storm scum seeping from an open sewer, Ew. and her breath caught in her throat. She rolled forward to the balls of her sneakers, swiveling her head a hard 180 and back sneakers again. don't have
0: balls, or feet do. As
1: she scanned the sidewalk with its row of old-timey two-story facade storefronts. Nothing. She thumped onto her heels. Of course there was nothing. She right, wasn't I'm glad back this there anymore. Greg,
0: for, let me just interject yes. for a second. I'm mm-hmm. glad this person has found their passion. I'm glad that they love to write their intergalactic space romance novels. But my God, man, it's like she has so many filler words. It's so I'm assuming many filler it's words. she.
1: Uh, I would think so. Elsa Jade. So.
0: Elsa Jade.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Elsa Jade thinks that Elsa Jade should be the princess for the for the mercenary starship captain who's trying to find his mate.
1: She thumped onto her heels. Of course, there was nothing. She wasn't back there anymore. This was pretty, pleasant, peaceful. Sunset Falls, Montana, USA. She let out one shaky breath and replaced it with a chilly wisp of the wind coming down the hills. Tilting her head, she stared up, gulping air until the hint of panic receded. I mean, it just goes on and on. She's describing yeah. like her walk down the <gasps> All right. street. So
0: I did the. I did a better thing. Where just I just snuck ahead to um, Big Sky Alien Mail Order Brides Number Two and Galactic Dating Agency. Is that one better? Well, now I'm just, like, really confused because it seems to not have anything to do. So, I guess, do you want a spoiler? Can I give you a spoiler Oh, about boy, this?
1: I don't know. I'm still debating on whether I'm going to commit to this series, but I suppose we could have a little bit of okay, spoiler alert. Okay, so I alert. think there
0: might be a spoiler, spoiler alert right alert. here. Spoiler alert. Um. So, Alpha again, <laughs> for the second, number two, there is also a white torso male. Again, like what? nose to no nose to belly button. Okay. So, I think that there was a twist in the first one
1: what because
0: okay. I'm looking at this and uh, sorry are you going
1: to spoil the first one here
0: I think I might because okay. this this book number two is called Red Shift in the Big Sky Alien Male Order Brides yeah. it says banishing his own needs he follows his prince
1: what into battle oh no that, that doesn't necessarily mean anything his prince. Oh, you saying that
0: No, I think he was trying to find his princess, but really he was looking for a prince.
1: Oh, are you, are you I think he's. are you saying that's what it means? I
0: think that's what it means. Or is
1: his prince just his commanding officer?
0: No, his prince, I believe, would be like his partner. Okay. Into battle and more terrifying yet, into the courtship that got lost in the backwater wilds of Earth. Now the space-faring drakling dragon shifter has forgotten everything, including his name, his beast, and the freedom of space. Even espresso-induced amnesia can't erase the relentless urge to mate, growing strong. Oh, what? Why? I-, I hate the word mate.
1: Mate is an uncomfortable Craig, term. Greg, what are you doing with my phone? I was phone. looking forward just to see if there's any more uh, good ones. Okay. I'll just skip ahead to this part. But he was too pretty. The lean, strong lines of his body were refined to an impossible symmetry in his features. A stern jaw rose to high cheekbones framing a hawkish nose, perfectly mirrored. Even his dark brown hair, a little longer than hers, fell in flawlessly harmonized waves on both sides of his face. And those eyes, too, too blue, obviously fake. His silver-studded black leather jacket fitted perfectly, as if molded to his body. But something seemed just slightly off about the design. Considering she was clad in alpaca yarn with burrs still stuck in it, she didn't have a right to criticize his fashion sense. But there was a touch of avant-garde, haute culture, haute couture, edginess to his clothes that didn't seem right for the setting, as if he'd been dropped in Sunset Falls from somewhere else, somewhere um, far away. These... These reviews I'm
0: reading on Amazon, like people okay, – I'm kind of – now I'm kind of thinking this might be like – I seems think like,
1: there's a reason you were targeted No, because it
0: seems like a lot of them are in on the jug. They're like, this is the most ridiculous, wonderful thing I've ever read.
1: Okay. Right. Well I It's
0: just like all right, basically this is the best decision I've ever made. This book has every science and space themed sexual innuendo ever conceived, and it's downright glorious. With frequent gems such as the be no crash landing this time, just a smooth entry and rocket boosters
1: galore. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yes. Uh Okay, yeah, I think you do have to read it. Okay, I probably should For read the it. show.
0: For the show.
1: I think it's important that you do this. And that you let us know a little bit more about Alpha Star, Big Sky Alien Mail Order, Big Sky Alien Mail, mail Order Brides,
0: Big Sky Alien Mail Order Brides. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Courtney says it sounds like the Lifetime movies of books. It just sounds like they took a little bit of everything, like space. Kind of mashed There's a dragon. You got some Game of Thrones type I think of thing. I
0: did peek ahead. There was a vampire.
1: There's a vampire. You have Montana, <laughs> so there's probably a cowboy somewhere in this. I mean, that sounds like she's just taking it well, all. yes, he's a
0: space cowboy, Greg.
1: But you see a space cowboy? Prince Cyborg, though, I thought. Yeah. Okay, trying to be the 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 ruler of a solar system.
0: Yes, but he's trying to find his his bridemate.
1: Okay. All right, yeah, you're going to have to give us some reaction. Okay, on this. Okay, I will. I will say, though, like, I'm job. just like—
0: that is one of those weird feelings about being older. It's like, now I'm not being targeted by like cool things anymore. It's just like, hey, old lady. Yeah. Hey, old lady, you want some space porn? <laughs>
1: <laughs> just don't think about it. Just read it.
0: Don't think about it too much, lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, speaking of being older, I did want to bring this up today. So um, T and I, Tristan, did a very, very mini G&T's OPT this weekend. Greg oh. and Tristan's Old Portland Tour. Yeah, where we, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you need to let me. I, I don't remember that.
1: Greg and Tristan's Old Portland Tour, where we try to hit some of the hidden gems. We try to find the shittiest possible bars that you can possibly ever go to. Like the kind you drive by on the side of the road, and you're like, oh, that's even a place? Like, I wonder what the inside of that looks like. It's probably full of, you know, spiders and stabbings. And, and rats and sadness. And rats and sadness. Mm-hmm. And we see that, and we're like, yes, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go to that. And so we found one this weekend. And went and did that, and uh, it was as expected. It was in a gas station parking lot hidden behind a gas station. What? Yeah. I'd never seen it before, and I've driven down this road a million times. And it was, yeah, it was, it was hidden behind, like, like, you could easily pass it and not even realize it was there and think it was just part of the gas station. But it's a full bar, was hidden in the back of this parking lot, um, including, you know, clientele that were exactly as you would picture clientele to be in, something like that.
0: Okay, so how were they? Uh, I want to know what what you think I'm
1: picturing. Not well. I don't know. It wasn't the stabby kind. It was more of the older crowd that was hanging out there. Um, older crowd, maybe um, a little bit, not necessarily meth involved, but there were definitely some who had enjoyed some, some aspects meth. of meth. Some, yeah, so definitely some who had enjoyed some meth in their time. And so it, we went there, and you know, you sit down and have a beer. And we, I mean, I will say this: I was probably I was probably younger than I, – I'd best it was 20 years difference. You felt
0: like the young the young man there.
1: I was a young man there. Wow. By, by a bunch, or at least by appearance anyway. So, What area of town was this in? Southeast. Okay. Yes. One I did not even know existed. So anyway, we went to this one. And we're still working on, by the way, setting up our tour so that everybody can – so that people can join us in this. It'll be a select crowd though. You can only come in with a few. There's going to be
0: have to be some like heavy liability paperwork.
1: That's the problem. I have to work yeah. out the liability paper- paperwork. And also you have to keep it very limited on how many people could go with this because you go into these places and the whole idea is just to be like a National Geographic observer. Like you get your beverage and then you just sit back and you f- fade into the background mm-hmm. and just observe what's happening. You don't want to get involved.
0: That's kind of like what it's like being a cater waiter. You yeah. kind of melt in. Like you're just invisible.
1: Yeah. You do not absorb- want to draw attention. Yep. You do not engage er, in conversation. So. Yeah. Um, don't comment loudly and draw attention to yourself. That's all bad things on this. You want to just be there. You're noticed and then whoosh, you're gone. And you're sitting in the background and you just watch what happens. No. It's really, I mean, it's really scientific when you start thinking about it in that aspect. A bit of, you know, observers, you know, categorizing. The life.
0: So, would you recommend if you do start this tour with Tristan, which is a terrible idea? um, Mm -hmm. Would would this be one of the places that you'd put? Did it rank that high?
1: Um, Or was it
0: just like not sad enough or not scary enough?
1: It could be there. It would be in the running, I think. I mean, it it could it could definitely be part of it. I think that, uh, yeah, it could be included. Yeah. I mean, it would be hard to figure this out. We'd have to take a lot of work and time and effort. To suss this out as okay. far as what it would be. And All I right, would say no more time than like five people into other things. could be with us. And as soon as we get this, get this, uh, <laughs> somebody I think just knows, knows where it is uh, in the live chat. All right. But anyway, so we did that. But somehow the conversation got to be talking about maybe because we were surrounded by much older people. We started talking about like old, old timey terms that aren't used anymore. And the word Davenport was brought up. Now let me ask what you is, this: Do you know what a Davenport is?
0: Yes, no, maybe.
1: Okay. And when somebody says Davenport, what do you think? <gasps>
0: Isn't it like a fainting couch?
1: A what? A fainting couch? Don't you remember? Like
0: a? Don't you remember fainting? Couch? Okay,
1: you're throwing some a different term that is I don't it, even know. We going like to forget that Couch. <laughs> I want to get to the description because I don't know that what you just set up. But yes, it's a couch. Yeah, it was a brand. of Because I always couches. thought it was some
0: sort of like boat or something. It no, sounds like a a
1: Davenport was a brand of couch. Like my grandma, that's what she called couches was the Davenport. They all she referred to them all as Davenports. They and just sound
0: so. It sounds like a car or a boat or something.
1: Yeah, and it's like a. It's an old old term. You know, it's definitely. I think there's a. I don't know when it switched from being called Davenport, but it's like a 30s and 40s term. I think mm-hmm. is where it originally. You never came heard
0: from. fainting couch.
1: Yes. Now, please tell me what a fainting couch now, is. No, I
0: don't know. I'm trying to think of exactly what it is. But I remember I've always heard of them, you know, like ladies in distress in the 1800s. They'd be like, oh, and then like fall backward. they just couch. constantly
1: fainting? I guess so. In the vapors and all the, that with stuff? the
0: vapors, yeah. Why but were the, they fainting but so But a fainting couch is one of those couches that only has half a back. You know what I'm talking about? That it kind of looks oh. like a chase lounge or whatever. Is that called like a chase lounge or something?
1: Yeah, we're throwing out too many different terms here. I but, know, especially yeah. since we
0: don't know what we're talking yeah, about. But so, it has like half the back. Okay. So the woman could like faint into the corner of the couch and not fall off. What? Yeah, it was a fainting couch.
1: I did not know what that was. I
0: remember, yeah, because I remember oh. hearing about those. Like, oh, I've got You
1: put your hand up to your forehead. And, <laughs> exactly. Oh. Okay.
0: All right. Okay, so I'm looking at this. Speculation needed for fainting couches. One theory of fainting couches is that women were actually fainting because their corsets were too tight, restricting blood flow. <laughs>
1: So, like so the slight amount of being shocked or startled would just – Oh, and the
0: other one is female hysteria. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Well, I mean there's something if they're passing out all the time. I would lean towards probably, yeah, cut off a of blood I circulation. Would
0: lean toward the, toward the, <laughs> yeah, the core
1: where <laughs> the slightest thing. Yeah. Like, Whoa. Sorry. That's just my favorite noise. All right. So – That really is your phantom. So, okay, fainting couch. Anyway, Davenport, I don't think was a fainting couch. Davenport was like a full on couch.
0: I mean, technically, couldn't any couch be a fainting couch well, if you're fainting? Yes. But can every couch be a Davenport?
1: No. No. Not every what couch. What kind can of be specifics
0: a da- are a Davenport?
1: Well, from my understanding.
0: Yeah, tell me about your uneducated understanding. It was of like, you know,
1: a, a couch that's a regular sized couch, essentially. You know, a regular sized couch that would fit. Okay. Three to four people on it.
0: So it, is our couch in our green room a Davenport?
1: No, because that's too so small. That's we more have like of a mini. love seat, right? That would be a love seat. Yes, that fits two people. <laughs> Correct.
0: Let's learn all about furniture today.
1: All right. Well, anyway, Davenport. I mean, to get you the actual definition, it was a series of sofas made by a Massachusetts furniture manufacturer, A. H. Davenport and Company, now defunct, but they were very popular during their time. So it's just like you know when people call detergent Tide. Mm-hmm. When you talk, call a tissue a Kleenex, Kleenex. it's not really – Kleenex is just a brand. There's lots of other people that make tissues. But Davenport was the one associated with that. Hmm. Um, yeah, especially in the Midwestern United States and northern New York State. So that was where it was used.
0: So as, were you uh, interested in trying to talk old-timey or something?
1: No, this just came up. And then that, the Davenport side came up. This is just something else I did because I was interested in that. I went and took a look at some other terms that aren't used anymore but that like, are old-timey terms. That have kind of been faded out, but I kind of want to bring some of them back. Oh, tell me some. So I, I got this list here of some old-timey terms that have faded away, but I think need, need to come back. Uh, number one, britches.
0: Mm, britches?
1: No? Okay, britches. What do you think britches means?
0: It's like underpants, isn't it? No. Is it pants?
1: Yeah, it's just pants or slacks. You're mm-hmm. Britches. No, I gotta but go put my britches it. on.
0: It sounds like you're putting on a diaper, Greg. I, got,
1: I went to, <laughs> I went to Sears and I got a brand new pair of britches.
0: That sounds like you're buying underwear.
1: Oh, okay, it does.
0: It really. I think britches. I think puffy, short, and like holding stuff.
1: <laughs> holding <laughs> stuff. Oh, all right. Well. Yeah, because
0: I remember my grandma used to say, "You bet your britches."
1: Yeah. Bet your pants. I guess that means you lose your pants if you've bet them. Uh-oh. So you better be darn sure unless better you want to walk around. the farm, am I right? Walk around without your britches on.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. So maybe not britches. So, okay. Another one. What
0: do, I like trousers.
1: No. Trousers are a... I mean, I guess. That's better than britches. Britches cover... Britches,
0: I feel like the britches are like those things that, like, Daffy Duck wears.
1: <laughs> Wait, what is... They're Daffy like, Duck doesn't wear... Doesn't does does he, he have he? pants? No, you're thinking... Don't no Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. Daffy Duck does wear pants. Riches
0: sound like pantaloons to me. Like the big puffy pants. Oh, Daffy Duck's
1: just full nude.
0: Okay, so like super just naked from the bottom down. Yeah, just yeah, all naked. All With a little naked. hat has a little jaunty hat.
1: No, Daffy Duck doesn't wear a hat.
0: He has the blue hat. No. I'm thinking of Donald Duck.
1: You're thinking of Donald Duck. Donald Duck wears a top too. Yeah, just no bottom. <laughs> just, <laughs>
0: it's
1: like Porky Pig.
0: And then Mickey Mouse's bottoms, no tops.
1: Yes, correct. Okay. Anyway, okay, another one. <laughs> They're being corrected uh very harshly in the live chat too for Fun and Point Radio Supporters Club members um that Daffy Duck did not wear pants. So we need to All
0: right, I was thinking Donald Duck. Correct.
1: Yes, Donald Duck. Donald Duck also doesn't wear bottoms. But, but he,
0: has he, he has a little
1: sailor outfit. Why no, does he
0: have a sailor outfit? But
1: no pants, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Okay. All right, continuing on, there's another term that's not used that often. And this I do remember being used when I was a kid, Gloshes.
0: Oh, those are rain boots.
1: Yes, rain boots. Yeah,
0: people still say galoshes. Do they? Okay. I think so.
1: Okay. Well, then that's good. Yeah. So galoshes. So
0: these mostly adhere to like clothing items and furniture? No,
1: no there's other ones. Okay. Um, jalopy.
0: It's an old car, right?
1: It is an old car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an old, old jalopy. I'll
0: pick you up in the old jalopy.
1: Now, what about the parlor? Now, I like this idea because I want to start using this at my house. Like actually, we're, I'm going to be in the parlor. What's a parlor? What like part a, of a house a would it be? a
0: waiting area?
1: Not quite, no. No, the parlor. Oh, retire to the parlor, actually, have for like a your, nightcap.
0: Your, 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 yeah, your scotch and
1: You could cigars. do that in the parlor, yeah.
0: Isn't it just like a sitting area?
1: Kind of. It's a living room. Yeah. Yeah, it's a living room where you engage in your entertainment. Well, I my, entertain my gal pals in the parlor. You know, things like that. <laughs>
0: Your gal pals,
1: <laughs> my gal pals in the parlor. <laughs> the par- yeah, parlor is a living room. I want to start calling my living room the parlor. I'm definitely just like start not doing that.
0: say like don't even no. like,
1: say how weird it sounds. Just oh, come like, on hey, in. We'll be in the parlor. Watching do you want to watch game. the Blazer
0: game in the parlor?
1: Yeah, we'll be in the parlor. Oh no, I gotta say it with an accent too. The parlor. Yeah, so I'm adopting that one. So my living room is now called the that's parlor. That's not sad at all. Uh, all right. So they do have a lot of pants-related to <laughs> items. <laughs> dungarees. Dungarees. That's are there the a term.
0: specific type of pants or just pants pants?
1: Dungarees are work clothes, overalls, or blue jeans made of denim. Hmm. I'm wearing my dungaree, my fancy dungarees. To the parlor. Yes, dungarees. I think that would...
0: I mean, technically, your house is old enough. You probably could, like... Be super pretentious and be like, actually, this was um,
1: this was the when parlor. it was built.
0: This was actually legally identified as the parlor.
1: Yes, legally identified as the parlor.
0: Do not assault it with your living room. Come
1: on in, have a mint. Where does it?
0: the term living room come from anyway? That's always such a weird sounding name. You're
1: doing too many spinoffs and I don't know the answer I'm it. sorry. I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. I, I don't know the answer.
0: Yeah, maybe you just do your living in there. That's yeah. what it's going to be.
1: That's what, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what it is. Just living my life in the parlor. All right, there's also ice uh, Icebox. Just a fancy term for you. Isn't that a fridge?
0: A refrigerator? <laughs> yes. yeah. refrigerator?
1: What am I? Free freezer. Yeah. Okay. Icebox. Maybe not that one. Um, let's see. Continuing on here. Ooh. Pedal pushers. Now, I like this one. Oh, I pedal know what pushers. pedal
0: pushers are. What are pedal pushers? They're shoes. No. No, they're a certain type of shoes.
1: Well, that's not what this is. Not not the old term. A pedal pusher. It's also going back to... But everybody had really weird nicknames for for bottom half... Half clothing. Um, this is called the... Oh,
0: are those like the like capris? Yes. Oh, yeah. boy. What
1: we call capris now, those ones that are cut off like halfway up the calf, they're called pedal pushers. So they're originally designed... Apparently, the term became popular for teen girls in the 50s and 60s when girls would have to roll up the bottom cuffs of their pants to prevent their pants getting caught in bicycle chains. So that's why they're called pedal pushers. Okay.
0: Can we, can we get off the clothes just for a second? Because I found this list of old timey words that you absolutely, I, I feel like these already exist in your head to say. All right. So if you have something, like if someone's talking to you and they're um, telling you something full of like, like foolish words, for example, you can say that they're just full of flapdoodle.
1: Oh, I like that. I know you would. Full of flapdoodle.
0: Like, hey, Keelan, stop with that nonsense. You're full of flapdoodle. Full of flapdoodle, Keelan. Mm-hmm. You know it and I know it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, There's also another one for nonsense. It's also fiddle faddle. I don't yeah. want to hear your fiddle
1: faddle. A bunch of fiddle faddle. Mm-hmm. And flapdoodle and fiddle faddle. Uh, it's like this- a Dr. Seuss list here. Yeah, but I think that's what Dr. Seuss got it all from because okay. like old-timey words are
0: hilarious. All right. And then uh, first known use of this one in 1927, which I believe is going to be your favorite, is saying that something's a bunch of nonsense or it's foolish or untrue. Uh Uh-huh. That's just horse feathers.
1: Oh, horse feathers is great. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, horse feathers. Mm-hmm. Ah, fiddle sticks. If there's somebody talking gibberish,
0: you can be like, stop with all that baffle gab.
1: Yeah, that baffle gab. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Sarah Lay off the baffle gab for a while. You're full of You know, of I know fattled. that you're
0: not joking and you mean it, and that hurts my feelings. <laughs> Lay off the
1: baffle gab. <laughs> you're flap around here.
0: Oh, here's one. All right, here's a British term. It says, I was deathly hungover on Friday and said I had a stomach virus, but everyone knew it was cotton swallop.
1: Cotton swallop? Cod swallop. Cod swallop. That sounds gross. Cod swallop is nonsense. Cod swallop. All of these mean So nonsense. it's all a lot of nonsense. A lot, a lot of just being angry at other people have been... Like everybody was just full of shit back then? Yeah. Or?
0: So I think pretty much you could just make up any word that ends up like diddle or piddle or, <laughs> you know, wallops or ballops. Yeah, diddle piddler. Yeah. Uh, there's a teradiddle, which someone's talking about. Yeah. What do you guess?
1: Uh, nonsense. Um, wow. And humbuggery. So it's just all, a bunch of humbuggery. What's so d- it was
0: just a lot of people accusing people of,
1: of nonsense. And the daddle flapper. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I'll try to incorporate those. Okay. Um, I know we need to to get to – the one last thing What I'm going to bring up uh, is this, and that I am going to start doing more. The picture show. I like that.
0: We're going to see a movie. We're
1: going to see the latest picture show from Marvel. And then we'll retire to my parlor. Yes, I like this. Okay, that'll be good. Okay. So there we go. These are some of the terms that we discussed. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. You're it's welcome. a life-changing um, thing, and uh, I feel like this is going to be really accent my personality, and that's what we're trying to do mm-hmm. here. I feel yeah. like you're
0: trying too hard. <laughs> I feel like
1: this is who I am, Sarah, mm-hmm. and so I don't need your flibble-fabble.
0: Oh, real quick. I know because we're going to have to uh, end pretty soon here, but um, how was your the video thing
1: yesterday? Oh, it was awesome. So did you get that's killed right. multiple times? I did talk about this uh, on Friday, and mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil what it's going to be. Uh, because I want people to wait to see it. But I was in in another music video this weekend uh, with uh, Mr. Keelan King and the Praetorians. And, and, yeah, we filmed. I was there for one day. They did two days of shooting. But I was there for one day yesterday. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Awesome. Yeah. So that's all you can say uh, Yeah, I, I don't really want to. I'll say we shot downtown. Um, And it is kind of funny when you're. It's one of those things I forget when you're. Because there was a group of people there that were that were part of this, and, you know, there's somebody with a camera out that's filming, and it is funny how much attention uh, that gets mm-hmm. when you're downtown with a camera, no matter what you're doing. Oh, yeah. And people stop by, what are you all, what are you filming? What's this for? Is it? <laughs> there's some guy that walks, walks by, he's like, you guys putting on a play, or what are, you, what are you doing? Like, I mean, how he got a play out of that, I have no idea, where it's just, it was a bunch of dudes standing out, you know, <laughs> with a camera on them, like, you guys making a play, or... And we're like, no, it's not a play. It's a music video. Uh-huh. She was like, oh, cool. And then he just stood there. Was this obviously a tourist guy with the, he had a big old fanny pack on, and then he just stood there, it just like kind of stood like in the middle of all of it, just like, wow. Well,
0: remember that's what happened when um, you were filming the music video last summer when you and Keelan were, uh, or no, I guess Keelan wasn't there, but when uh, you were filming part of the Butterman video.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh,
0: and yep. everyone, like the Russian guys, were just standing there the whole time yeah. like, what are you doing?
1: What's that about?
0: Yeah, what's that?
1: Although, in all fairness, that was at a lake. So I get that a little more, <laughs> the downtown where we're just standing there. And you're fully of-
0: dressed, standing on a tree stump in the middle of a, yeah. Yeah, of a reservoir.
1: Yeah, that, that one. That one was a little more yeah. suspect.
0: Like, you're in downtown Portland for this one yesterday, so there's a lot of weird stuff going yeah, on.
1: Yeah, there is, there is. But this still stands out, even though there's so many weirder things. I swear there was a guy that... Look, he was dressed up like he was... I wish I would have got a picture, but I didn't want to be rude about it. Yeah. But this dude looked like he was like a wandering guy in The Walking Dead or like The Book of Eli or like uh, one of those things, like like a post-apocalyptic kind of movie. Uh He had the full like giant like pants that seemed like they have nine million pockets and a robe that like matched it like a greenish robe. He had a walking stick on him and then like a big beard and it was like he was... Like part Moses and then part dude from like post-apocalypse. Like he is ready for the apocalypse. Wow! Like the the zombie apocalypse happens, he's set. This guy was fine. Well he looks like he's dressed the part. He's probably not set. He's dressed well. He's definitely <laughs> dressed the part. His
0: outfit is 100 percent prepared. He'll
1: have people following him afterward. It absolutely. I mean, he looks spot on like a guy out of that. But anyway, there's a lot of lot of strange people downtown. Wow. But yeah, the shoot was fun. So. And
0: did you do you get to say if you were repeatedly murdered? Or not? I was
1: not repeatedly murdered in this one. Wow, yes. moving on up. First Greg. for me, a first. Well, That's I don't exciting. know how the final cut will look. Maybe I will be, but uh, but yeah, yeah, was not actually murdered that right. I know of in this.
0: Look at you! You're starring in music videos. I'm getting you know space porn recommended to yeah. me. things are just going.
1: Things are on stops. the ups and on the up. up and up. Absolutely. All right. Well, I know. Uh let's see well yeah I guess we do need to get going but so it's a little bit of a shorter episode today but I think we've packed it full of craziness for you. Yeah. I uh, will say tonight is the fi- well game 5 of the NBA finals. Oh it is. It is. So the Toronto Raptors are up 3 to 1. If they win, they win the NBA championship. However, oh. throwing in a little bit of a mix up into the whole thing
0: is Kevin Durant back?
1: Kevin Durant no, is back. and I
0: even know that. By the way, that was a uh, not sports fan mm-hmm. knowing that because I know what a big deal it's been. Surprise! That he hasn't been playing. Kevin Dude, Durant's surprise, back. Sydney. Surprise!
1: Surprise, Sydney surprise Raptors so, so they're
0: f- finally bringing him back
1: Kevin Durant they're dusting him off putting him back into the game so they're turning him on <laughs> yeah turning on the robot <laughs> turning on the Kevin
0: Durant we'll see robot. whatever
1: kind of injury he has it must be pretty serious if they've kept him out this long if they've waited till they're down 3-1 to one to bring him back in although god damn it fucking Warriors and I say that because they've won way too many championships yeah. uh, and I'm jealous so they, they're bringing him back in we'll see what happens If, like I said if Toronto wins that's it it's done toronto that'll be their first nba championship the first one for canada yeah be a pretty big deal that'd be pretty cool yeah or the robot comes back in and <laughs> just takes it over that's
0: a gamble though. i mean if he's that seriously injured to put him back in that game i mean like is that really worth
1: well he might be gone next year anyway he's a free agent so oh. he could be moving to another team speculation is he's going to go to New York or he'll go to the Lakers and play with LeBron. Ugh, they all do. That's so gross. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, that's what's going on, so I just wanted update on that. What time is and that? Like at 6? Or It's at 6. Yeah, okay. Also, thank you to everyone who tunes into Fun Employment Radio. Once again, you're all wonderful people. We
0: really appreciate you. Thank you. And sorry we've been so discombobulated the past few weeks, but we're getting back on our schedule. Yes. And we love you. And yeah. thanks for sticking with us. It honestly appreciate each and every one of you listening. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, Sarah's joining Scientology. All right. So, uh, send us an email, radio, gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Would you say I was radio. a Scientologist? We will talk to you tomorrow with more <laughs> fun Appointment radio. oh no,
0: Don't sneak that in.com. I'm not.
1: She is, though. They are sending me like weird letters all the time. She talks about thetans too much. All right. Bye. <laughs>